Is life busy? Are you a master pro at planning and getting things done? Are you living up in your head, juggling a million different things, and as a result, feeling that tension in your head, neck, and shoulders? Maybe you're proud of being productive and how much you can get done in any given day. Yet, deep down, you feel like life is a bit monotonous and a bit hamster wheelish, especially when life is restricted and organizing a trip or a holiday, if that's possible for you, is challenging, requiring yet more decisions and planning. In this episode, we're exploring what embodiment is, specifically feminine embodiment, and why it's an essential skill to learn if you want to bring back a sense of fulfillment, connection, and aliveness to your body, your life, and your work. Even if, actually, especially if you've got a lot of demands on your plate. Welcome to Your Soul Aligned Career, the podcast. I'm your host, Siobhan Barnes. Together, we'll be exploring how you can pursue a career and life that's meaningful and impactful, both to you and to others, and that doesn't require you to hustle and grind 24-7. I'm passionate about you getting clarity on your unique career path and to make empowered decisions on where to and what's next from a place of alignment to who you really are beyond your corporate persona, title, or societal expectations of what you should do. Join me as we talk about all things career, intuition, soul work, feminine embodiment, womanhood, and leadership. Hit subscribe now to never miss an episode. And if you want to get clear on your unique gifts and soul leadership, take my free soul archetype quiz over at SiobhanBarnes.com forward slash quiz. My guess is that you are used to a life of busy. Maybe you live in your head, trying to work out, trying to plan out how to get everything done in the time that you have. And maybe as a result, you're feeling a little bit stuck because life is feeling the same. It's feeling a bit monotonous and deep down you're searching for something more, something deeper. When someone reaches out to me to get support on their life and their career, The common theme that I see is this sense of busyness, of overwhelm, of all the to-dos that need to be done, not just in the realm of work and career, but also in the realm of mother, partner, and all the other roles that we play in life. So often we think that in order to change, in order to experience something different, then we've got to do something drastic, quit our jobs and start a business, change companies change industries, change something to change things up. And it seems to make sense. Make a change on the outside to feel something different on the inside. When the truth is, that's putting the cart before the horse. As cheesy as it sounds, if you want to create meaningful change, you've got to start from the inside. How do you do that? Well, enter embodiment. Now, what the heck is embodiment? You might have heard this phrase before, it might be completely new to you, 
And the truth is, it's a really challenging word to put language to. The Merriam-Webster Dictionary defines embodiment as the act or state of embodying something. Put another way, it's about inhabiting something through your physical being. And more often than not, subconsciously, what we're inhabiting is not really ourselves. We're inhabiting what we think we should be doing. We're inhabiting how we should be acting and behaving. And my desire through embodiment is really to support my clients to inhabit their real true selves so that their real true self can literally take up more space within the body. And from that place, there's more flow. There's more access to your deeper truth, where you're meant to be guided and so much more. When I talk about embodiment, I'm also talking more specifically about feminine embodiment. Now, the word feminine is not gender-based. When I use the term here, I use it to describe the feminine energy and qualities of feeling, depth, receptivity, the unknown, surrender, and receiving, to name a few. This is in contrast to more of a masculine energy, which is about direction, taking charge, order, and structure. One is not good or bad, right or wrong. It's just that many of us are well-versed in our masculine energy already, which is why feminine embodiment is so powerful and beneficial. When I speak of feminine embodiment, I'm speaking of what it means to come back to not just your own body and inhabiting your full self, but to meet your felt senses, to meet the truth of your emotions and what it is that you're feeling. This runs counter to our culture that focuses on what we think about something, what our logic is, what's our strategy, how did we plan this, versus what I'm talking about here with feminine embodiment, which is really dropping back into the body to honor what you're feeling. You might even be listening to this and rolling your eyes, honoring what I'm feeling. Who's got time for that? I've got stuff to do. And I get it. Sometimes our feelings and emotions are not convenient. But you and I both know that your emotions and how you feel, they run the show. They are important. We are human beings. We are ruled by emotion. We don't always follow logic and reasoning. Which sidebar is why I found economics so challenging at university, because it assumed all humans had rational behavior. And humans are not rational beings. But I digress. An example of how this might play out is this. I want you to imagine a situation in your career, in your work, where you had to advocate for yourself. Deep down, maybe you've read the self-development books, you've taken the courses, you know what you're good at, and you quote-unquote should be able to negotiate that pay rise, put your hand up for that promotion, or whatever the next thing is that you might be going for. And yet, within your body, you may be feeling something that runs counter to that belief that I should go for it. Maybe you feel scared. Maybe you feel the unknown. Maybe there is a trauma response which is running through your body based on a past experience. We can't ignore that within the body. Sure, you can try and override it. You can try and muscle your way through But with feminine embodiment, what I'm saying is we want to stop, we want to feel, we want to honor the body. And from this place, we want to make a choice of, well, what's my action going to be? 
Am I going to choose to do the hard thing as a means for growth and developing into more of who I really am? Or am I going to muscle my way through, force myself to do it, override my body because I have to, and then possibly discharge that energy and take it out on someone else or something else? Embodiment doesn't have to be a challenge, something that's a pain or something that's difficult. There are actually so many benefits to why it is helpful and why it is the essential key to a soul-aligned life and career. I want to talk about the five benefits right now. So the first benefit of embodiment is when you find yourself living in your head, you're on autopilot. You're ignoring your body's sensations. Think about this. How many times have you been so busy trying to get something done, maybe meeting a deadline at your computer that you've forgotten to go to the toilet or grab a drink or eat something only to realize that when you're done with the task that you're bursting for the loo or you're so thirsty or so hungry. When you practice feminine embodiment, you come back to yourself, you listen to your body signals and you find a way to honor your body and what it needs in order to be productive and get all the things done. Another benefit of embodiment is it gives you the confidence to make decisions. When you feel into your body, that's when you can begin to discern what is right and true for you. You've got a clearer boundary on what is a yes, what is a no, what is a I'm still deciding. And you can discern in those moments when someone asks you, can you do this? Are you available for that? Where you can stop and pause and check in with your body and then answer rather than just saying yes on autopilot because that's what's expected of you. So this confidence to make decisions and to hold boundaries is a huge benefit of embodiment. Another benefit of embodiment, the third benefit is this depth and connection to yourself. When you begin to practice embodiment, you're able to meet your emotions and your feelings and ride the waves of dark and light, of pain and pleasure, and to be vulnerable to meet it all. As Audre Lorde, the famous black lesbian poet said, our feelings are our most genuine paths to knowledge. And isn't that the point of life? To be able to meet the full spectrum of emotions and to feel it all? Which leads on to the fourth benefit, which is a beautiful, beautiful benefit. And that is when you deepen into embodiment and begin to learn this skill, you open up to feel genuine pleasure. So often we live in a narrow bandwidth of emotions. We don't want to feel too much because it will take us out. But what Brene Brown says, who famously wrote many, many books and is a New York Times bestseller on the topics of vulnerability, courage, and shame, she says... We cannot selectively numb emotions. When we numb the painful emotions, we also numb the positive emotions. And so with embodiment, we're learning how to navigate that dance between pain and pleasure, dark and light, and not have it take us out, which let's be honest, in today's age is so key and so important when we're facing some pretty big challenges not just from the environment to COVID to education to politics and business, just across the board. And we need to be able to feel, to instigate some change, to instigate some agency to do something about these challenges that we're facing. Because what can happen so easily is we feel too overwhelmed that we numb out, we armor up and put that into the too hard basket. 
The fifth benefit of embodiment is that you begin to come back to your body and feel this sense of sensual empowerment where your radiance, your aliveness, and your presence is available to you. And again, I'm going to quote Brene Brown. She says, I don't have to chase extraordinary moments to find happiness. It's right in front of me if I'm paying attention and practicing gratitude. And when you come into your body and you practice embodiment, then you can pay attention and you can be more present and be more grateful for what you have. And so changing up something doesn't have to be so drastic. You don't have to quit your job. You don't have to move countries. You don't have to put so much pressure on yourself to do a complete 180. That ultimately might be something that you decide, but not as a knee-jerk reaction, but because you've come back to your body and you've connected with your deep felt sense and you've made a decision from a truly aligned place. So those are the five benefits of embodiment. Number one, you find yourself. Number two, you have the confidence to make decisions and hold clear boundaries. Benefit three, you have this deep connection to yourself, able to ride the ups and the downs. Benefit four, you open up to genuine pleasure. And benefit five, you feel more sensual enjoyment and thus able to be more present, radiant, and alive. So by now you might be asking, well, okay, Shiv, that's great, but what's this got to do with a soul-aligned life and career? Well, when you're pursuing a soul-aligned life and career, there are going to be moments when you feel lost and confused on your path. When you're unsure of who you are and what you're good at because you're growing and evolving and changing. Your personal life may be unraveling. Your life might feel out of control. You might be in a season of winter when nothing is taking and you just want to rest, recoup, and you don't want to do anything. All of this is normal. And where embodiment comes in is that this is the key skill that allows you to meet life more fully. It allows you to engage and be present with where you are. Because if you don't, that's when we do the things like numb out and avoid. We binge maybe through alcohol, sex, sugar, shopping, Netflix or Instagram. Or we take it out on others consciously or subconsciously, which runs so much deeper than just a soul aligned life and career, but bringing this home to what it means to be a soul aligned community and humanity. When we don't look at our pain and our hurts, it becomes all too easy to take this out on another person through rage or violence, betrayal, emotional abuse. It never heals anything. And look, it's important to note here that we all have moments of being human. There will be times when we do take our frustrations out on others, when perhaps we don't choose the wisest thing to say to our kid in that moment. This is not about beating yourself up for that. You are human. I am human. By no means perfect. But these tools, these ways of coming back into the body give us the resources to meet and to feel all the feels that we're dealing with in our bodies in any given day and in any given moment. And the ripple effect of this does translate into our life, does translate into our careers, and it does translate into our families. And so you might be asking, okay, so embodiment, this is new to me, or this is a journey that I'm already walking. How do I get started? How do I listen to my body? How do I begin this journey of embodiment? Well, the first step is to just begin to notice. Maybe take stock over the next week and notice, are you living in your head? 
Can you bring your awareness into your heart and your belly? Does that feel foreign? Do you feel connected or disconnected? Just beginning to play with where you feel most connected in your body in any given time. And this awareness just to notice when you're connected, when you're disconnected, that can be a really helpful starting point to see where you live on a day-to-day basis. And also another important caveat, when I'm talking about embodiment, I'm not saying that you have to walk around as this pleasure-filled, deeply embodied woman 24-7. Again, we're human, that's not possible. What I am saying is we want to spend some time cultivating our practice of being able to dive deeper into our bodies, to be intimate with what we're feeling in any given moment and meeting those waves so that we can find ourselves, make those decisions, learn to embrace the highs and to embrace the lows. And when we do that, then it becomes clearer what our next steps are. Do we need to do a complete 180? Do we actually just need to come home to ourselves? And so embodiment is one of the tools that are woven into my programs and my coaching work. If you want to hear more about this concept of embodiment and how I specifically work with it, you can check out the free training, which I'll pop in the show notes, which is called Your Path to a Soul Aligned Career Without Quitting Your 9 to 5 or Risking Your Financial Security. In that workshop, I go deeper into disembodiment and the repercussions of disembodiment in our life and our careers. All right, so that's a wrap for today. Today we explored embodiment and how it is the essential key to a soul-aligned life and career. And we dove into what embodiment is, what the five benefits are, what embodiment has to do with a soul-aligned career and life, and how to get started with some observations that you can begin to make, including if you desire the invitation to catch the free workshop your path to a soul-aligned career without quitting your nine-to-five or risking your financial security. If you want to catch the show notes for this episode, you can come on over and check them out over at SiobhanBarnes.com forward slash 10. That's the number 10. Until next time, please remember, you are here for a reason. Beyond merely hustling, grinding, and merely surviving, you matter. Thank you so much for listening in to Your Soul Aligned Career, the podcast. You can download more episodes and subscribe over on iTunes. And if you've loved listening in, please come on over and leave a review. Before you go, I want you to remember this. You are here for a reason. There is no one in the world like you who can do what you do the way you do it. You have a unique soul and a unique soul archetype that you're here to express in the world. If you want to find out what yours is so that you can build on your strengths, be more of who you really are, and do more of what you're here to do, come and take the free assessment over at siobhanbarnes.com forward slash quiz.